return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Ah, uh, Miley. It's The Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. And, of course, live on Bone TV. If you're not following us on Instagram, why? I mean, you listen to the show. Then you want to see what we look like. We're all in a group photo and who has the biggest man boobs. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, go to uh, at the Mike Calta show. I took a picture of me, Galvin, Gio, and Mike Olivero. Yeah, I wanted to take a group shot of all of us at the Lightning game, but Spanish Joe left early. <laughs> not, not Carmen uh, was not there, and we took the picture of just the four of us. And from the angle in which the picture was taken, it looks like Mike Olivero's got a solid C cup. <laughs> oh and I am standing behind Mike, and uh, the comments are just brutal, including mine. Which, once again, I typed sober, and it came out like I was drunk. <laughs> I wrote, good thing I was standing in the back. You people are awful. And it came out, good thing, mastoid. <laughs> what, the, what does that even mean? I saw that. I didn't understand. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. I got to just Gio talk. loved it. Everybody was saying Gio looks skinny mm-hmm. because he was covered up by me and Mike <laughs> Olivero. Well, also, I think it's great. Gio gets a, gets a bad rap for being fat when he's not really fat, or at least not in the relation to this show. There were many comments that said yeah. that uh, Carmen should not call me fat anymore yeah. because mm-hmm. it is fake was news. There? Yes. Uh, let's multiple, talk to your doctor. Multiple comments. How about we, how about we just weigh you? It's not, it's not, just, a, not the same thing. Yeah, I would like to, is. from now on, take all pictures with Mike Olivero, Calvin, and Mike. <laughs> Mike Olivero definitely took the brunt of that. Oh. Mike, arguably, in the best shape of all of us. Yeah. Mike goes to the gym every day. He's built, we call him the gorilla because he's built like a gorilla. I think that... Uh, that Polo shirt there might be a size too small. Yeah, that might be a yeah. little medium. Yeah, yeah. medium. Go up a size. Uh, yeah. Mastoid is a bone, by the way, that has honeycomb like structure containing air spaces oh. in your skull. Well, Mike had a mastoid in his mm-hmm. chest. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, they could be anywhere. I don't know what the deal was, but uh, sorry, Mike and uh, friends. Speaking of pictures, Carmen, did you just get the, uh, the, the calendar update? Uh, yeah. We have to take our Christmas picture. I'm going to see if you can come here that day. Okay. And then we'll shoot it. But we need an idea. We need to, like, first of all, we got to, we got to dress nice, I assume. Okay. Oh, we all dress up like uh, Dahmer. Oh, oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. A very Dahmer Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Relax. Mm-hmm. I just want to take some pictures. <laughs> Happy Brewskies, everybody. Yeah. Oh, Happy can, holidays I from can, the Dahmers. I cannot do that. <laughs> no. That's just too morbid. Oh. Think about it. We'll come up with something. Okay. But we can either do it here or go do it somewhere else, but. It could have us opening uh, presents, like I get a drill, Spanish kids beer. <laughs> Joe gets a camera. A new flannel. <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Can I, can I just put this out there before it comes back on me? I did order a new lava lamp, but it is purple, so there's no, yes. no there'll be oh. no switching out. Love okay, purple. I just want you to let you know I'm being mm-hmm. on. I'm just late. It was. I thought I you gotta, fixed it. No, oh, yeah, I'm working on it, so it's a work in progress. <laughs> Are you finally ready to concede on that no, one? I will never. I will get this one operating to its full capacity. Why do you need a new one then? Because I like them now. All right, yeah, yeah. I might buy another one. Yeah, they're fine. You mm-hmm. should just drink that one and oh, get it over with. Uh, 
Cheers. Out. <laughs> Cheers. Um, so, uh, yeah, I ordered a new one. I just got an email this morning. It was delayed. It was yes. supposed to be here yesterday. Amazon's let me down a while. Like, I, know, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Don't shake the new one up. Just I will not. let it be. I will not. Thank you, Gio. Uh, Galvin, what do we have in news today? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Do you realize it's two months until Christmas? Oh, man. It's October 25th. November 25th. Christmas is November 1st. Oh. Christmas is November 1st. Well, yeah, I mean, because once really Halloween's over, forward. stocking's everywhere. Uh, people are already out there shopping for Christmas stuff. And I, you uh, don't want to get caught in that. You certainly don't want to wait until like the last week or anything oh. like that. So get into Pelt Shoes now. You can get some shoes for your family. Everybody loves new shoes. Yeah, but are do you they kidding? have Uggs? Yeah, they got Uggs. Oh. They have all the different boots you're looking for, and they have the, actually the largest selection of boots in stock, ready to go, and new arrivals are coming in every single week, so make sure you check back there. You may have gone and said, oh, I want these boots. Well, they may have them now. And, of course, they have athletic shoes, they have boat shoes, they have formal shoes. Whatever you're looking for, they have them right there, and they have them in stock. And Pelts, of course, has six locations throughout Pinellas, Hillsboro, Sarasota, and Fort Myers. And, yes, the Fort Myers store is open, ready to go. And whenever you stop into any of those stores, Make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. You're going to get 10% off your entire order. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. So a gunman entered a South St. Louis high school on Monday with a, quote, long gun and multiple high-capacity magazines, shooting a teenage girl and a health teacher to death and injuring several other people uh, before police shot and killed him. Uh, Police identified the suspect late Monday as Orlando Harris, a 19-year-old who was a graduate last year of the school, Central Visual and Performing Arts High School. Uh, One survivor heard the shooter say that he was, quote, tired of everybody in the school. Police said the damage could have been far worse. The shooter's gun actually jammed at one point. Uh, One student said giving kids time to escape and police found more than a dozen 30 round magazines on him. Wow. Yeah. The good thing is my son, I don't even think would, I don't even think he'd know how to put a magazine and a gun if he had to. Yeah. Like, he's got no interest in guns, and I, I worry because when he turns 18, he can go do that and carry it on. I don't want him to do any of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, the, you know, this is this is an awful situation that we have, but it's uh, these kids. You can't just be tired of everything and decide yeah. to go shoot everything up. It's called life, and you have to deal with it. So. Uh, Republican Governor Ron, Ron DeSantis uh, squared off against Democrat and former U.S. Representative Charlie Crist uh, in the uh, first and only debate. The stakes were high with uh, just two weeks left before Election Day. I have a little montage clip. We can go as long as we want of it. Sure. Of uh, some of the different highlights back and forth between DeSantis and Crist. Uh, take a listen. We have it on Bone TV as well. Here we go. We remind the viewers he wouldn't even answer you. If he would stay four years, if you reelect him as your governor, you're running for governor. You're asking them to vote for you for governor. At a minimum, you ought to be able to tell them if you get reelected, you'll serve as governor. Ron? Governor? So we had the border that was in much better shape in January of 2021. I thought what the governor did was a horrible political stunt. Um, You know, we have an immigration problem. We have a problem at the border. We need to secure the border. I agree with all of that. But it doesn't mean that you use Florida taxpayers' dollars to charter two jets, go to Texas, lie to people to get them onto planes, fly them up to the northern part of our country, and and one of them's a one-year-old baby, and have them as props for your political gain? That's not the way to change policy. You can change policy and do what's right to secure the border, 
by having comprehensive immigration reform. That's what I voted for in Congress. Uh, we've had millions and millions of people pour in across illegally. We've had record numbers of fentanyl come in. We now see it ravaging our communities like never before. I didn't hear uh, people like Charlie expressing outrage about that. We've had criminal aliens come into the country. We just had a sheriff's deputy from Pinellas County killed by a twice deported illegal alien who came across the border illegally six months ago. I didn't hear any of the outrage about that. It's only when they go to D.C., New York, or, of course, Martha's Vineyard, then all of a sudden this is, you know why? Because we have elites in this country that want to impose policies on you, but they don't want to have to suffer the same consequences that you may have to in your community. I don't want to ban abortion. I want to make sure we keep a woman's right to choose available to the women of the state of Florida. And I want to make sure that we don't have a governor in the future who wouldn't even allow exceptions for rape or incest. I just think we're better when everybody counts. Uh, I understand not everyone's going to be born in perfect circumstances, but I would like to see everybody have a shot. I'm proud of the 15 weeks that we did. I know Charlie Crist opposes that, even though the baby is fully formed, has a heartbeat, can feel pain, and can suck their thumb. You think you know better than any physician or any doctor or any woman uh, in a position to make decisions about their own personal health. You want to be the judge. You want to decide about what people should do with their own physical being with the betterment of their health, with whether or not they want to make sure that they can practice their right to choose as a woman. Uh, that's just not right. If you're a 15-year-old, you can't go get a tattoo in the state of Florida, yet yes, we're you saying you could get a double mastectomy. Of course not. It is inappropriate to do this for minors, and in Florida, uh, we are not going to allow that to happen here. So there you go. I, I, I got to tell you, the debate actually sounds like it was pretty good if you watch it in that condensed, condensed version. Yes, probably I, boring well, I will tell you out. that I watched most of it. I uh, think I got 10 minutes into it. Uh, but uh, the my surprising takeaway was that Chris got a lot more pops than I thought he was going to. He got a lot more applause and stuff. And then also, and I, I, I would hope that this person can hear me because I know this was in Florida, but South Florida, so I hope our signal gets down there. When uh, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis was saying something and the guy just went, you liar! Yeah. You're crazy. Ooh. You're a crazy yeah. person. Yeah. You went to a debate so you, you could yell liar at a guy, yeah. regardless of whether he is a liar or you think he's a liar. Just you yelling that on TV, mm -hmm. Godwin, you have you're to a lunatic. He made it about himself, though. That's people, what they do. People who do that now become celebrities. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, now, I mean, uh, let's... The, the, DeSantis would like to meet with the guy who called him a liar and find out why he's lying. Next thing you know, he's he got a cameo and he's got a guy who yelled liar guy. I mean, that's that's the thing. The problem is, and I will tell you this, and this is not old man, get off my lawn. The younger generation, I don't think eh, there's plenty of older people that are lunatics and can't handle their feelings. But I saw a guy who old guy was out there holding the sign. I don't even know what the sign was for, but there was a twenty something who tried to take the sign down, and when he couldn't take the sign down, this other guy came over and pushed him away, and he had a temper yeah. tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> and yelling like that, and I'm like, you're Dude. a grown man. Yep. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And not even like, uh, they go don't viral, be a though. sissy or anything. I'm saying you're a grown man. Don't be a child. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. the thing is I think a lot of these kids just grew up and never, they're just still kids, and they're in their they 20s. Got, they got and they're in their mid Yeah, they got, if you do it four more no. times, I'm going to. I saw a video of this guy was doing a live broadcast from Costco, but he was, like, going through products and telling you, like, what he thought of the different products. And there's this girl who, as I'm assuming, was in her mid-20s, is in the aisle. 
and he's going and he bumped her with his cart and she turned around. He was like, oh, sorry. And he went to walk away and he's going through. She followed him and started yelling at him in the Costco and just started throwing a temper tantrum. But I, I wonder like, if that, I how true that is. That's the thing is like, I'm right. wondering if that's real or not, but whether it is or not, the fact that these people are throwing temper tantrum and the people at Costco asked the guy to leave, not the girl throwing the temper tantrum. You know like, what may be the worst thing are the people that film themselves at the gym and then someone walks between them and their oh, camera. Oh, that makes me laugh. And they, yeah, they freak, freak out. out. Oh, I'm sorry. I <laughs> yeah. didn't know you yeah. were here doing a photo own, shoot. Your own personal yeah. studio. Yeah. Get out of here. You're in a public gym or yeah. a gym that, you know, people can go to, whatever, members and stuff. And I walked in. I'd kick your phone. <laughs> hey, does this gym have a pool? Because guess what? You can find your phone in the bottom that's of the pool. That's all people care about. That yeah. that generation, that's all they're, they're growing up on is social media. It is and unbelievable. And cloud chasing yeah. and how many likes can you get is what defines you. Yeah. And then all these officials are like, by the way, TikTok's yeah. algorithm them is made by China and they want your kids to be dumb and then you look around you go oh man maybe it's maybe it's true <laughs> you look around and you see period eh, period yeah and you go eh, and she got three million followers yeah. oh, record deal. so awful yeah. uh, I I really have a hard time I I like Governor DeSantis I think that he's done some great things I will vote for him but um, that abortion thing is really a sticky issue because it's not just you know uh, it's to me I 100% believe that a woman has a right to choose and no government official no man no anybody should be able to tell you what to do with your body and his common sense didn't make sense his uh, well it has a heartbeat and a fist and all that it doesn't matter if you're especially if you're a teenager in an unwanted Situation, you should not be forced to have a child, and certainly if you're a victim of rape or incest or anything like that, that should be absolutely extended to you, and you should be able to make those decisions. And for those of you who are like uh, disagreeing and thinking that I'm crazy, it's one step closer to them getting to something that is important to you. Taking away something, you did. abortion may not be the big deal to you. Maybe you're like, oh, I'm not a woman, I don't care. Uh, that's a woman's issue. Oh, okay. But uh, it's one step closer to taking away your other personal freedoms. And you watch. Uh, you know, this is a, a very slippery slope because once they start doing one thing and they get it through, they're like, oh, what else can we do? Um, that is why you should be concerned, even if you are one of those people who are like, you know, I, I don't care. But also, um, uh, somebody pointed out on Twitter, if you gave Charlie Chris another hour on stage, he would have flip-flopped again and became a Republican. Yeah. I don't. I believe Charlie Chris will say whatever he has to do oh, on yeah. whatever side he's on. He's I a, don't trust him at all. He's from, slimy. From watching that debate, he's a very polished politician, oh. career politician. He knows exactly what to say. Like, like I said, the abortion thing. He kept saying abortion over and over yeah. and over and well, over because that's all he's I, really got. I think DeSantis even said, he goes, this was uh, like uh, six times ago when you were either a Republican yeah, or a Democrat yeah, or, you know, yeah. going back and forth. My like, my uh, gut feeling with Charlie, having known him since 1993, is that he is a homosexual, a closeted homosexual. I don't know that at all. I'm. That's my feeling. Based on uh, some of the interactions that I've had with him and uh, his marriage, it didn't work out. And my, he's just, he exhibits a lot of those uh, characteristics of somebody who's trying so hard to convince you that he's not. That is my gut feeling. I could be 100% wrong. I, I, I just don't like anything he says. I don't trust him. And although he's a pleasant guy and he's nice to look at uh, as far as a politician goes, he looks like the kind of guy that could be a Florida governor. I don't think he's good. I love, I love, love, love that DeSantis took the uh, immigrants and moved them to Martha's Vineyard. That's the that's like the coolest move since taking Bill Clinton's 
uh, alleged rape victims to the to the debate. It's it's a men, it's a mental thing, but also he's he's saying, yeah, they're all for letting them come in here, but not when they're in their neighborhoods. Yeah. When they're in your neighborhood, it's fine. But when you drop them off in Martha's Vineyard and they're floating around uh, Obama's house or Clinton's house, that's when everybody goes, okay, hold on, now we got a, now we got a problem. Yeah. Because the neighbor is not maybe not so much a politician, but the neighbor is like, we didn't ask for this. Well, yeah. guess yeah. what? I think that was brilliant. I think it was a brilliant way to uh, demonstrate the situation. It's the same time they say, well, you don't want to build a border wall, but the first thing you do is put a wall around your house to protect you. So you don't want to have uh, the right to carry guns, but you walk around with security. It's the hypocrisy of, of politicians. And I, I like that he pointed that out. So, well, I, I, I don't think that Jolly Chris has a chance in the state, really, of, of winning. And um, Well, the money alone. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. DeSantis, the money he has to campaign is like nine times what Chris has. Yeah. Whoever has the most money yeah. usually Would you is say win. he has presidential money? It yeah. feels like it. He's, he's sitting on over $100 million. Yeah. A lot of it's being donated from outside of the state of Florida. Right. Because so, he's going to run for And Chris made yeah. a good point. Like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't say yeah. whether yeah. or not. So yeah. you're probably only voting for a two year governor. Uh, All right. I mean, like, look, I, I said the same thing before. If DeSantis runs for governor, He's still got a foot in Florida. He's still a guy that knows the state, going to keep an eye on the state, and I'm not worried so. about that. Yeah. I mean, same thing with Trump. Trump lived here. So you know, when things happen, he had an eye on it. Yeah. Uh, Mike Caldas Show, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Hey, hey good morning. Um, I just wanted to kind of point something out real quick. 15 weeks is a really long time, right? So I understand that your viewpoint on abortion and women's rights are valid, but it's, he's not banning abortion completely. It's just setting a limit to the terms, right? I mean, it, it doesn't matter to me. I have no. I, I understand. I have no. I have nothing in my body that believes that you should be able to tell me what I can do with my body. You should be able to force me to have a child that I don't want, or didn't want, or accidentally got pregnant with, and cannot take care of. There's no way that there should be a law telling me I have to do that. I don't care what the, what the situation is. Thank you, Mike. Count the show. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hi. I was just going uh, to make a comment about the whole uh, uh, DeSantis using taxpayers' money to uh, fly the immigrants up north. I don't believe that any Floridian cared that he no. used the taxpayers' money to fly them up north. No, no I, don't, I don't think so either. I think it was a, a bold move and a, uh, a statement from... Florida, who has who has pretty much put their foot down during the pandemic and everything else, and said we won't be pushed around, you won't tell us what to do, and you won't be hypocrites, and we won't just sit back here and enjoy it. So, no, I, I agree with you, sir. I don't know who they are. In fact, if he would have said, "Hey, I'd like to fly these immigrants up to Martha's Vineyard, but I don't want to use taxpayers' money," who wants a volunteer? It would have been written off in a second. Oh, they yeah. would have been you got a donations, got a GoFundMe, and they would have had that money in five minutes. So, so why didn't he just use his own money to begin with? He could use his campaign money. He didn't have to use his own money. He's got a He'd government allotment. Money. I, I think, think it's, it's a government yeah, allotment of what to do. use yeah. campaign yeah. money yeah. for that. Which he I, better be careful because you know if he wins, they're going to be going after him hard with that campaign. Oh, yeah. money. Well, uh, you know, yeah. And, uh, Mike held the show. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Mike. How you doing? Good, buddy. Hey, I just wanted to. We were watching the debate last night, and when Christ was trying to corner uh, DeSantis on uh, running two years for the White House, I, I told my wife, I said, man, he missed an opportunity. He should have looked right at Charlie and went, sounds like you're jealous to me. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That would have been great. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it, Gio. Don't... Uh, Mike Caldas, <laughs> show good morning. What a burn. 
Good morning. Um, I am just so tired of people being against abortion. If you're against abortion, step up and become a foster parent. There are so many kids that are not wanted, and when they're not wanted, that's when things happen. If you are against abortion, step up and become a foster parent. That, that is the thing. Nobody, nobody, nobody can come up with a, uh, well, we want to, that baby deserves a chance. What chance? What chance are you giving that child by putting it in foster care for 18 years and then kicking it out into the streets? Now, don't get me wrong. That baby deserves a chance. What chance? What chance are you giving that child by putting it in foster care for 18 years and then kicking it out into the streets? Now, don't get me wrong. There are kids that are born that deserve that to be taken care of and deserve that kind of uh, treatment to be born and, and looked after. But if you have an option and you're like, look, I, I, I am not ready to have a child. I can't financially take care of it. Or this was an accident with a guy that I met one time that, that you should not have to do that. And you certainly shouldn't be told by some stranger what you have to do with your body. And I can never, I don't think I'll ever change my mind on that. Exactly. And I am a foster parent, so I think I have every right to say that. Our foster care system is just a mess. Case managers, I mean, I had a foster child who had four case managers in less than a year. These case managers are overworked, underpaid. I mean, my, my current case manager has 46 kids underneath that. Yeah, and that's 46 impossible kids. to give each of those kids the attention that they deserve to go ahead and make sure that they're living good lives. And you've all heard the horror stories about, I mean, I, there's plenty of good foster parents like you, but then there's a bunch of them that are just doing it for the paycheck, and there's no love for that kid at all. There's no, there's no, and there's nobody, with 46 kids, you can't make sure each one of those kids are being treated correctly. Exactly. I mean, I know numerous parents who have eight-plus kids in their home. They don't work. They are there for that money, yeah. and that's it. And it's horrible to say and something needs to be done, and putting abortion laws into effect is not the right way. It's it's just not. And, I don't and, agree with abortion, but I understand. Right? Yeah, I, that's that's exactly what I say. I'm like, look, I don't. I've never had an abortion. I've never had asked a girl to get one. I've never been in that situation. The only time I ever got a girl pregnant to two times, I have two kids, and I'm very happy that way. But I, I, I who the hell am I to be able to tell you? What to run through your body? I you should see. Thank you for the call. My first child, my son. What he did to my wife. He she was uh, bedridden for I would say at least six months out of the pregnancy. She lost fifteen pounds in the first trimester. She was constantly throwing up. I had to take her to the emergency room three or four times to get IVs because she was so dehydrated. That was a situation that I still to this day can't believe we had another child after the experience she had with the first one. But that's what she wanted to do, and that's that's how uh, my son was born. But if you have somebody else in that situation and they can't go through it and they don't they can't deal it, now take away the family uh, structure that we had, the money that we had, the job security that we had, take all that away, and you have a sick woman who can't work and she's home getting uh, IVs in her house for, that she can't have a home health nurse but can't afford to pay her. Those are the people that should be able to make those decisions without some jerk-off telling them what to do and what they can't do. Let me grab a couple more of these, and then we'll go back in the news. Mike Cal, the show. Good morning. Hi, how you doing? Um, so what are our options? A guy we don't really trust or a guy we'd rather have, but we don't agree with his abortion way. I'm with you, sir. It's a, it's a, it's a problem that I have. Uh, I, am, I can't vote for Charlie Crist. 
and I do like the other things that Ron DeSantis has done. So I uh, I will probably vote for him, but it's, I hope to God that uh, if you keep you know you keep voicing your opinion and you keep putting it out there as a governor, he has to recognize when it comes time to voting for things what the people really want. And I, I get you, you're we're in, we're in a tough spot because we don't want the other guy. Yeah, you're never going to get somebody who marks, you know, everything, checks off yeah. everything, all your boxes. You know what I mean? You go, all right. Well, I agree with most of this stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of these guys are voting just along the party lines and along the, you know, you don't want to say anything during your uh, time that you're running about abortion, even if you feel different, because you don't want to abandon yeah. that that those people who are automatically voting for you. So it's uh, it's tough. Uh, Mike, how's the show? Good morning. Hey, hey, Mike, how you doing? This Good. is Steve. Uh, I was just trying to bring a little uh, light to the. They were making such a big deal about the fact that was I'm sorry, but your your connection stinks, and I can't hear you, and it's loud, and you're sounding like you're drag racing. Uh, I'll get to back to some of these phone calls. Let's get into news. Uh, so we talked about it on Monday with the Powerball. Well, nobody won last night. Oh, I know you know man. why because yeah. I forgot to play. Yep. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> you couldn't play. Oh. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was Monday. Okay, yeah. But do you also... Feels like did, Wednesday, right? You also didn't text me to figure out how... No, I forgot about it. I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, so the next drawing will be happening on Wednesday where the estimated jackpot hits $680 million. We're over be half rich. a billion dollars. We're going to be rich. Kill, if I win that... One. You get $1.1 million. <laughs> Thank oh. you. Oh, man. I hope I win. I'm just going to shower you guys with money. Uh, by the way, so I looked at the ticket that I had. Right, said that I got my Powerball ticket, and it went, but run, did yeah. the thing, and I was entered into a raffle. I'm entered into a raffle where I could win 500 bucks. Not right. bad. I'll take it. Uh, yeah, for a loser ticket, I'll take it. So it's five quick picks, mega baller. With nope, the, nope. Oh, God damn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> mega flyer. No. I, don't, I don't even know whether I'm going to allow you to play. <laughs> um. I got to tell you, I think it would be, we would not, if I won $680 million, you'd probably see me leave this job. I don't think that I would get up early anymore. Probably? Yeah, because, uh, well, I mean, I'd have to sit down with Cox and I'd have to say, well, I know I have a contract and I don't want to get sued, so what do we do here? I can't, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning every day to do this when I'm worth half a billion dollars. And they'll probably be like, all right, that's cool, we understand. But then, I, then they're going to be mad because I'm taking the rest of the show with me because I'm making you all instant millionaires. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but it would be fun for a couple of weeks to just keep doing the show. And <laughs> Absolutely. Be like, uh, you who, know, who wants to pay the fine today? Right, yeah. right. Or, or uh, take a phone call and be like, uh, hey, you're, you're a pretty good guy. Where are you at? I'm going to send Spanish over there with a new Stingray yes. Chevrolet vehicle and just start giving people cars and stuff. We'd have a ball. Oh, yeah, it would be yeah. so much fun. Uh, the NFL is reviewing an alleged autograph interaction between two referees and Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans. The exchange was captured on video by a Carolina Panthers beat writer and posted it on Twitter following the game. The uh, two interactions on a uh, in the two interactions on a pair of separate videos, referees Trip Sutter and Jeff Lamberth uh, can be seen handing Evans a piece of paper and a writing utensil. At which point he uh, each stands by individually as uh, Evans appears to write something down before handing back the paper. We have the uh, video on Bone TV if you want to take a look at it. There's what it looks like. So they're walking in and he actually goes, hey Mike, hey Mike. And then he turns around, comes over, hands him the piece of paper and a pen where he writes something down and gives it back to him and stuff, which looks like he's getting an autograph. But you know what? There's two referees involved. And then also, who's number 11? Is that uh, Blaine Gabbard? I think so. Uh, Somebody standing behind looking on. Like, there seems to be something a little bit more 
there seems to be more of a situation there than just an autograph. I, I could be 100% wrong, but he signs or whatever he does with the pen on one thing, and then he flipped the other guy to tell him to flip it over. Like, is there something that they have to check off? Is no. There a, and it's not, not like it's a big headshot or a game photo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's tiny. It fits in his hand. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe he's given his phone number. Or maybe they're, does he take notes and he, like, wrote a funny note and he's like, check out my funny joke that it, I wrote down. No, because Evans does write something down. If it is, in fact, an autograph, that's a big problem. Yeah. Yeah, not well, for Evans, for the referees. For the referees. Yeah. Like with golfers, they actually have to keep their card and sign their card and do that and turn that in and do all that stuff. They don't do that in the NFL. It's not like here's how many balls I caught. Yeah, you right. know, this, that no, but they do go. They do walk around with a checklist and they find people and they read it. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying that's it. I just don't know what it could be. It doesn't. It doesn't look to me. Yeah, it doesn't I, look like, like an, an autograph. autograph. I agree with Carmen. Like, why? If if it is an autograph, here, can you sign this slip of paper? Right. Yeah, this that gum. Seems- Rapper, yeah. like it's tiny. Maybe it's some <laughs> Maybe it's information on his charity or something. I don't. Who knows? No, and then he makes him flip it over and do something else, and then all the other players are kind of looking. Well, and then Mike Evans keeps it as he walks away. He still has it in his hand. Like you said, he keeps notes, or you know what I mean. It could be like a scorecard type of thing, where yeah, but, which he does do like a checklist throughout the game. But players and they don't have to sign that stuff. They don't have to. They don't have no. to sign it. But he could have dropped it. They pick it up, and he was making a check of you know a play that he did. But I, I will tell you that the referee looks right in the camera at the end, and he doesn't look like he's like he's too panicked about it. And and he he writes down something, and then the other referee grabs it and turns it over and gives it to Evans. And Evans writes something and then walks away with the paper in his hand. Yeah. So I don't. I I'm curious to see what it could be. I mean, if I didn't know anything and I didn't know it was a problem, I would say it's a. I mean, I, we'll find out Thursday because I'm sure the Bucks beat writers will ask Evans in the locker room yeah. what was going on. I really. That's when, yeah, Wednesday, right? I yeah. I really hope he was giving him like his PlayStation gamer tag so that they could play Call of Duty or something later and that's but, what we're going to find out. They were talking about a recipe for something. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Here's He's like no, you add broccoli yeah, here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I Thank mean, you. is the gamer tag along the lines as an autograph? Oh, that's be- a good question. Because that could still be considered. Yeah, well, it's his... not, uh, not if Mike Evans went up to the referee and was saying, hey, man, do you play yeah. whatever? You know, right. And then, oh, we should play together. Here's my gamer. Yeah. Who knows? We have no idea. Even that would probably break some sort of uh, rules right. about you know colluding uh, with yeah. them. But better that, better that the player uh, talks to the ref than the ref talking to the player, I think. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I'm curious to see what else it could be. In my opinion, after looking at the video, it does not seem like an autograph situation. Also, those referees know that that's a big no-no. The two of them did it while another referee walked by. They certainly yeah. aren't trying to hide it. And, and the coaching pe- staff is yeah. walking. So There's it's, people everywhere. Yeah. Right. They don't look like they were trying to be shady at all. And you know on the si- NFL sideline, everybody's got cameras. There's tons of media yeah. there. I think it's probably something very innocent. Well, I'm sure we'll find out. They're investigating, so we'll know probably later on today or tomorrow or whatever what it was. Uh, A 55-year-old man in Maine named uh, Jeffrey Bishop retired back in January of 2021 after serving 25 years in law enforcement. At the time, he said he decided to uh, go out on top, but then he also had a new venture. Just six days after his retirement... Jeffrey was arrested for dealing drugs in a high school parking what? lot. 25 years law enforcement. Six days later, he's dealing Jesus, drugs in a high school parking man. lot. He was caught giving a student hydrocodone and fentanyl, oh. and 110 uh, hydrocodone pills were discovered in his police duty bag in his home. Gee, he was charged. You think he was doing this while he was a cop? Yeah, or no, he this just is just started, started it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so uh, let's see. He, he was charged with four counts of aggravated furnishing of scheduled drugs and one count of unlawful trafficking. And now he's uh, he was just sentenced to four years. In Come prison. on, dude, get yeah. it together. Yeah. Mm, that is going to be a rough prison stint. <laughs> you know, everybody should have a post. Uh, Retirement plan. <laughs> plan? Yeah. That's a pretty good one, I guess. Uh, I have a hot or not for you guys. Finally. It's a local one. Oh, good. Uh, listen to the facts. An Ocala woman was arrested Sunday morning after leaving her child at a bar and attacking a deputy, according to uh, arrest reports. Not hot. Tiffany Davis, <laughs> who is oh, oh, uh, Tiffany. Tiffany Davis, who is 42 years old, took the child to a bar and stayed there for five hours. <laughs> Eventually, the child went outside to Davis's vehicle to sleep while she continued to drink. Nice. Yeah. Davis eventually got into a fight with several people and even threw a drink at one person before continuing the fight outside to her vehicle. Real quick, while you're talking about it, I'm going to enter my... Enter, enter my uh, thing I say hot only because I want to look her up while you're telling the rest no, of the no, story. No, well, hold on. Okay, that's the whole thing. <laughs> is the reveal? I know, but that's why I'm throwing in. I want to. I say she's going to be hot, but I want to find her and see if we can locate her. Oh, but one of these. Yeah, yeah all right, good. Uh, so uh, uh, deputies said that she called the child. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me go back to where. When deputies arrived, Davis got angry and tried to leave again for 30 minutes. <laughs> deputies say she called the child a dumb. N-word. The child. Yes. And that the incident was his fault for not giving her keys back. Mm. Davis was arrested. She punched and bit a deputy while she was being taken to a transport transport van. She now faces charges of uh, battery on law enforcement officer and neglect of a child. And this is Tiffany Davis, you say? Tiffany Davis. She is 42 years old from Ocala. She has a child at the bar for six hours. The kid takes the keys, goes out to the car. She calls him a dumb N-word, bites and punches the officer, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mike Kelty, you are sticking with the... I already stuck in, yeah. You're sticking with hot? I say hot, yes. Geo, hot or not? No way, not hot. Not hot, you say. Spanish, what do you think? I'm going to go hot on this one. You're going to go hot on this one? Yeah, my gut tells me hot. Carmen? Ooh, I... I would say hot, but because of her age, not hot. 42? Yeah, she uh, used to oh, be hot. 42? Yeah, yeah, she used to be hot, Pay but she drank, details, yeah, yeah. drank herself away. You're, All right, you're I'm already, still in. You're yeah, in I'm not hot? changing. All right, so uh, Mike and Spanish both say hot. Gio <laughs> and Carmen say not hot. Pat-Pat, please show Tiffany. That's a not hot. No. That's a not, that is a not hot. hot. That is a not hot. That is a not hot. I may have found her, but that is a not hot. Um, that yeah, is, that's disappointing. That is, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. If you get a uh, a hot chick like that and she took her baby to the bar, yeah, like, uh, yeah. you know, she likes to drink a party. She deserves a good time. You get out, yeah. check, you're like, how dare you bring a baby <laughs> yes. to the bar? Yeah. Oh my god, uh, a bar baby, yeah, bar uh, baby, and then calling them names. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. Not a nice name. Biting the officer and doing all that <laughs> that's stuff. That's all right. Why not? <laughs> uh, you guys might be excited about this. Happy National Greasy Food Day. Oh yeah. What's no. the best greasy food? Mm, I love a greasy burger. Cheese greasy burger, burger yeah. yeah. Pizza, greasy, mm. yeah. Pizza, wings, yeah. 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 Chicken chipotle tacos, mm. waffles, mm. waffles. waffles are really they're greasy. not greasy. Doesn't matter. They we eat them be. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna remind you. 
Any more uh, brisket? Or are we... oh, yeah. There's yeah. brisket. Yeah. Oh, Joe hit it. Joe, you could oh, be warming up the brisket it. right now. Brisket, brisket and in waffles. the waffle. Yeah. Mm. Brisket and waffle. Uh, a, uh, speaking of uh, meats, a big poll on steak preferences found that uh, what is the uh, favorite way to order the steak? Medium rare. Medium yeah. rare. Yeah. Medium rare? I would yeah. I would think so, too. Medium yeah. rare is yeah. still our favorite way to order. I got to tell you, though, I do like the, uh, what is it, the Pittsburgh or the back of black yeah. and blue? Oh, where it's my really, God, yeah. Pittsburgh. You know, crispy on the outside and all that <laughs> stuff's nice. My wife uh, loves rare. So does my yeah, brother. I man. love rare, too, but I always rare, get made fun like, of, yeah. My brother likes it. My sear. brother will tell him, just give it five seconds on That's the other same. side. Just sear the outside Ooh, and like, sear the, the around it. And where it's like cold like, in the middle, you yeah. like that? Yeah. I, don't, I mean, if it's cold, no, but if it's like room temperature, I'm like that. But that's where rare is. I know, yeah. Uh, medium rare is a warm pink center, and mm-hmm. that's what most people want. Every no, time I don't they, want that. Every time a lady says... It's a warm pink center. We always go. <laughs> 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 uh, this uh, stat stuck out. Uh, if you order a well done steak on a first date and then put ketchup on it, uh, your chances of a second date go. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. that's not happening. That is can gross. I? Can I? Let's just talk about something for a second, no. okay? <laughs> the W sauce is fantastic. Yes. Uh, w sauce has come out with some new flavors. They even have a vegan one. Uh, they have the fire sauce, which the is fire a great. Hot one, yeah, it's delicious. And I understand if you go to a steak place and you order ketchup with your steak, how people are mad, but ketchup is pretty good on a steak. Ketchup is good on a steak. And also, stop villainizing people for liking what they like. If you want to put pineapple on a pizza, put pineapple on a pizza. You don't have to eat it. If I cook the steak and I make a a steak that's so savory and so delicious and you drown it in ketchup... I can understand why you can understand why I'd be upset. I'm like, I just broke my balls to make you a delicious steak, and now all you're going to taste is ketchup. But uh, other than that, ketchup's actually pretty good on steak. It's good, but like, I can't, and I would be upset if I took a girl to, I was going to say Burns, but like, let's be realistic. Like, let's say I took a girl to, uh, like, Longhorn. Yeah, Outback or like Longhorn. If we go there and it's our first date and she gets a steak, and even from there, she's like, I want it well done. And then she's like, bring out the ketchup and she douses it in ketchup. Even there, I'm still going to probably be like, I don't, I don't you know. You know what is okay? When you go to Waffle House. When you go yeah. to breakfast. Who cares? It's just care. weird. If she ate it with her feet, then you go, oh, okay, that's a little odd. But I'd if probably... she puts ketchup on it, who cares? My wife. You put carrots and peanut butter, you weirdo. <laughs> I do, yeah. My wife likes some things that I, if we were dating, I'd go, why would you do yeah. that? You know? yeah. But I don't think it would stop me from banging her, and I don't think it would oh, stop me from. That. Yeah, that's the thing. But it would be, I wouldn't, I'd have a, I'd think they were weird. You know what I mean? I would probably just be like, that's Yeah, but weird. everybody has their things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if that's the weirdest thing a girl does. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of burning your car <laughs> and stabbing your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and who knows what. Well, like, uh, Chad and I can't order steaks together. We found this out on my last birthday when we all went to Sacred Pepper because I got it Pittsburgh style and he wouldn't eat it because he likes his like medium well so oh. we can't but you can't share steak and yeah. i like to be able to share food yeah so that kind of sucks that does suck there's this company out of israel that 3d prints steaks now but it's all yeah. out of uh it's plant-based steaks can't be good for you and it it looks so gross when they're cooking it but they're trying to roll it all out across the world good so luck. good luck yeah uh, Jerry Seinfeld is hitting the road for an extensive tour from 2022 to 2023. The Comedians Tour kicks off uh, October 21st. Oh, so it already kicked off, actually, in Knoxville, Tennessee. But he'll be here at the uh, Van Weasel uh, in Sarasota. Van Weasel uh, uh, on uh, January 13th. Yeah, not not really. Nah. His last special was not good. Nah. His last, we saw him live. I saw him live, too. Yeah, I was not impressed. Sleepy and... 
it's uh, it's not aimed at us. It's aimed at older people his age, older ladies who love Jerry Seinfeld's TV. It's a lot of, uh, it's not, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's a great comedian and he had one of the best TV shows ever on television, but his stand-up now is just not, it's not geared towards us, it's geared towards, same thing yeah. with Leno. Leno is a great stand-up, but I fell asleep during Leno because eh, my hand told me how But also, just, uh, your comedy taste change, his yeah. comedy style changes. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I think he's aiming towards a group of people that are his age, and I think those are the people that, that are enjoying his comedy. Do people consider him a legend because of the TV show? Or 100% he's legend. Great, he, was a, he was a great yeah, comedian before yeah. the TV show. Before the TV show? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he is one of the greatest stand-up comedians. Like, he... You know, people talk about him, how uh, there was one guy who said that he used to do a bit about jumping out of a uh, airplane and a dog in the dog's head, you know, would tilt, whatever. And he said it never really got that big of a laugh. He goes, but I, I like the joke. It was good. And I used to do it all the time, whatever. He goes, Jerry told me one time, he goes, instead of tilting your head right, tilt your head left. He goes, it became the biggest joke of my, yeah. of my thing. He goes, it was that little thing. He yeah. goes, and that's what Jerry Seinfeld does. He finds the right word, the right sound the right, you know, mannerisms and stuff. It just makes it so perfect. Bobby said he watched the first draft of his uh, special, and he got really worried. He was like, I don't want And Louis goes, don't watch that until I'm done with it. And then Louis went in there and said, cut this, move that, do this. And he's like, then it was yeah. perfect. Yeah. So those guys are geniuses, and they have an eye for it and an ear for it, and they know what they're doing. Um, and it's so funny because I've seen Bobby uh, give advice like that, too change this word to this. You know, like, it's one word, and you change it, and, and it totally works. So those guys that know their business know their business. And Seinfeld is, I mean, I've seen him a bunch of times, and the last time wasn't good, but the other times were great. Yeah, I've seen him a bunch of times. I saw him when I was 15 years old, open for the uh, DJ on The Loop in Chicago, and uh, because I loved Seinfeld, and I loved his stand-up, and this was right as, I believe, uh, the Seinfeld Chronicles, which it was first called, <laughs> was coming out. But uh, yeah, I've seen him, i at least, at least, I would say eight times. Yeah. And he was always great. I've never seen a stand-up, but I've never seen the show. Yeah, that's so uh, crazy. Yeah. You really don't, because, you don't know the show? No, I, I mean, I've seen, obviously, clips and stuff over right. the years, but I, I've never sat through an entire episode the, ever. The show still stands up. Yeah. I, mean, it's I always thought very funny. for a while that I liked Seinfeld so much because I was from New York and it was filmed in New York. And there's a lot of, like, uh, I don't know, it's a comfort show. Yeah. Um, but now, I'd same thing. I, I When I moved here, and I couldn't believe how many people loved it here and how great it was. And I still watch it now, and like Alvin said, it still makes me laugh. Jerry and, and uh, Kramer especially, but George and his family. I mean, yeah. it's just some of the funniest I stuff. I love Larry David, so I'm sure I, I would probably love it. And his hands are all over it. Now yeah. that you know Curb, you it's watch like the same Seinfeld, vibe. you go, oh, okay, well, I see Larry David in here and yeah. all the different stuff. And then you realize what... Uh, Jason Alexander did was to capture Larry David's neuroticism, right? And and he didn't copy Larry David; he turned it into a character. Because you see Larry from Kirby Enthusiasm, and you see George, and they're very similar, and they have crazy thoughts. But he really made a character out of George. Do you know Jason Alexander did not know he was playing Larry David? No, oh, really, no, no, didn't he know. didn't know. And he said that he was reading the script, and they, I forget what script he was talking about. But he goes, "There's no way this, I, like, this is so far fetched, whatever." And Larry goes, "No, that happened to me. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's the situation." And he realized then he goes, "Oh, I'm playing yeah. Larry David." Awesome. When yeah. you watch some of those situations that he's in in Kirby <laughs> Enthusiasm, so good. I just <laughs> I, he's so and his his mannerisms are just <laughs> so. 
No good? Yeah, his faces are so great. This is going to sound really weird and really stupid, but I think part of the reason I don't, I've never watched Seinfeld and I don't like Seinfeld is my stepfather was a big fan. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And I have no desire to watch it. Joe, tell him it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) It's so weird. It's going to be fine. I'm I'm so messed up. (laughs) What if you sit on uh, Pap Pap's lap and watch Seinfeld? I'm going to watch an episode today. You know, I saw Seinfeld... uh, Tape this special in L.A. in the 80s. Oh, really? Like, yeah, the very first HBO special. Wow. Yeah, so. You are oh. old. <laughs> Nobody believes you. Very old. Uh, another uh, funny guy, Leslie Jordan, who is best known for playing Beverly Leslie on Will and Grace, uh, died yesterday after crashing his car into a building in Hollywood. Yeah. He was 67 years old. Uh, if you don't know Leslie Jordan, we have a picture on Bone TV. He was the little gay guy. With the gray is he gay? He's a delightful little creature. <laughs> yeah, he, I, he was funny. He was yeah. one of those guys, and he, he really started blowing up on social media mm, yeah, with all his stuff, but he just was a funny character. Yeah. You know? my, my thing with a guy like that is I wish that we didn't know his sexuality. I, not that I care that he's gay or not gay. I just wish he was just a sweet, weird little old man. Mm-hmm. But then, then you you mix it in with something else. It's almost like, oh. Huh. Like, if he's straight, is he? and he's always, he's always like, I saw him filming a video, a music video with a young girl. And if he's straight, I'm like, what a creep. Yeah. And if he's gay, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. You know what I mean? So just, I wish I didn't know. But anyway, um, they say that they think he might have had a heart attack or something because yeah. Oh, yeah. that's why he crashed into the building. Yeah. Yeah. But what a tiny little, what a tiny little nice little delightful man. Like I, I wish know. there was a village somewhere where a bunch of guys like him lived in flowers. And <laughs> well, we can go to mushrooms or something. We can go visit him. Yeah. Everybody posted nice stuff about him uh, yesterday. People that worked with him and stuff. He seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah. Everybody. there's uh, And then there's people that um, that I know that knew him. I didn't know. Pearl Jam uh, were, I, I think uh, he had something to do with Eddie Vedder's wife and daughter. So Eddie Vedder had a bunch of pictures posted with him yesterday. Yeah, I don't, it, it, we all need a happy little guy like that around mm-hmm. in our lives. You're welcome. No. Uh, last Friday, Jane's Addiction were forced to cancel their opening set for Smashing Pumpkins in Philadelphia due to personal injury. Now, Jane's Addiction have announced that they are canceling four more shows, including dates in Pittsburgh, Toronto, Montreal, and Quebec City. Uh, in a post on social media, Perry uh, Perry Farrell uh, wrote that uh, after performing at Madison Square Garden last Wednesday, he suffered an injury that resulted in an inability to perform. Uh, Our Lady Peace will be filling in on those dates. The old rockers, man. Yeah. Getting hurt. Yeah, easy. Uh, this breaking news just in. <laughs> there on our uh, Pitbull Toddler page, there is a little ad for uh, Pitbull Toddler this Friday at Joyland Live. And I just got an alert on Facebook that Artie Fletcher commented on it. And he wrote, this band blows. <laughs> oh, hey, at least we don't have to grab uh, Jimmy Walker on stage to get people to show up. Yeah. Goes, By the way, the legends of rock. Uh-huh. People, Tyler will be out there. I will. I will offer Artie Fletcher. Listen to me. If you say this on the radio, if I say this on the radio, it has to happen, or else I can get sued. I will offer Artie Fletcher ten thousand dollars. To fight at the punch out if he beats me. Like, I'll offer it as a purse. If I win, I get nothing. If he wins, he gets $10,000. Okay? okay? All right? He has 48 hours to respond. I don't even have a punch out schedule, but I'll make one. Oh my. And um, I'm serious. I'm serious. Uh, by the way, he, he has to... Yeah, he has to win the fight. He wins the fight. He gets $10,000 cash if he wants... If, if And it'll be me. It won't be bait and switch. It won't be that. It'll be me. 
We will set it for February of next year, okay? And I will fight Artie Fletcher, and I will give him $10,000 cash if he beats me, okay? All right, I'm just putting that out there, Artie. Believe me, you can use the $10,000 cash. <laughs> and you have, what are we in now? We're not even in November, December, January. You have three months to train. I will, t- I will, uh, listen to me, I'll do it in February. I'll even push it back to April if you want, whatever you think you need. But I have to know within 48 hours if you accept my challenge. And I will fight you at the punch out. And if you beat me, I will, I will bring $10,000 to the fight. Oh. And I will turn it over to, uh, I'll actually in advance give it to somebody. And I will let them hold it. And they will bring it to the fight. And if you win, you can walk away with a briefcase filled with $10,000 cash of my personal money at the radio station, not a sponsor. Uh, and I and I say this not so I could be like I have ten thousand, but just to show you that my wife would be furious <laughs> if I gave away ten thousand dollars. So just so you know, and I'm going to tell you this too before you make a decision, I will beat your face in. I will beat your face in. I'll do it this afternoon if you want to. Do it. Yeah, we'll be checking our Pipple Tilder Facebook already. So <laughs> comment. I'm, there. Not even, I'm not even taking the comment down. I'm leaving it up there. <laughs> Start the clock, blows. 48 hours. <laughs> the band may blow, but at least we didn't blow somebody in the improv kitchen. Oh. You know what I'm saying, Artie? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, according to new findings, the best place for Halloween this year is... Like, I'll to tell you, buy stuff? Or? There were 22 key metrics they used, like costume stores per capita, average price per Halloween party ticket, share of potential trick-or-treat stops, all that kind of stuff goes into it. So where do you think the best place for Halloween is? Salem, Massachusetts. Salem, Massachusetts, no. Denver, Colorado. Denver, no. A lot of Halloween stuff. Got to be a spooky place. Big city. Los Angeles. Los Angeles is number four. Ooh, New York City. New York City. What did you say? Miami. Miami is number three. New York City, number one. Mm. Number one is New York. Uh, Number two, San Francisco. Three is Miami. Four is Los Angeles. Five is San Diego. Uh, We moved down. uh, Las Vegas seems like it would be fun. Yeah, right? I bet. That's number eight. Uh, Orlando came in at number 11. I thought Chicago would make the list with all the murders. Uh, Chicago came in 14. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty scary. Uh, that, that is spooky. terrifying. <laughs> that is spooky. In uh, down on the list, number 20, in the top 20, Tampa. All right, yeah. Tampa's in there I'll in the top it. 20. I'll take yeah. it. Not too bad for that. And then finally in news, Spanish, I love to lie to you and make you believe it. Um, Swaddles. Uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of reasons people lie. Anything from not wanting to hurt someone's feelings to uh, not wanting to implicate themselves in a robbery or something like that. Most of them, little white lies, are mundane and uh, are even unnecessary because the other person may not care, may not realize it. In a uh, new survey, 42% of people say they think little lies. Uh, are uh, convincing. Another 42% admit that the lie has come back to haunt them. Uh, and 51% say they uh, feel guilty when they don't tell the truth, even if it's something small. But they have the uh, most common lies that people tell. I what love do you, you. What do you think? I love you is the most common, you think? I'd no. say people's age. Oh. Uh, this is actual statements. Oh, statements. Okay. Yeah, so like lies that you say to people. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. You're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> These hookers were dead when I got here. No, <laughs> none of those so far. Uh, By the way, Norm McDonald has a great bit about. He goes, uh, "You ever have somebody ask you if you uh, saw a movie?" And then I go, 
Yes. <laughs> and I go, wait a second, what am I lying about over here? Uh, some of the different ones, I'll tell you, uh, number 15, uh, that e- email went to my junk folder. Oh, okay. yeah. I, never even, I didn't even know you called. Uh, I've got a headache, number 14. Uh, that meal was good, <laughs> number 13. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Not true. I'm not feeling well. Uh, the number one uh, that they have most common lies, I forgot. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot. Mm. Did you? Did you forget, or did you just not do it? I'm a pretty well-documented um, liar. Liar, yeah. yeah. Not uh, not to where you guys think. Like, like you guys think when I say that I'm going to go somewhere and I don't go, it's because I lie. It's just, I want to go. You're an optimistic liar is what yes. I call you. Yeah. But well, then there's also a lot of stuff. You call you... me an optimistic liar. Bobby calls me a uh, third-degree uh, third black belt liar. Yeah. He says... Because I, I like. But you're to... not, you're not good at lying though. Because you'll lie to us. You're like you'll straight out lie to us, and your face gives you away every time. You don't. Because you'll, you, you no. Know. Listen, you do it, and I go, yeah, that's not true. And you go, it's totally true. And you do that face, or, <laughs> or you, you, you back up and you do the high shoulders. Those are the, those are the casual. Like Bobby always goes, oh, whenever your voice goes high, I know you're lying. Yeah, but there, but it's a seventh degree black belt ninja lies that come in. You don't know. I had, I had Bobby convinced that I uh, went to dental school for a couple of years because <laughs> yeah. my original career choice was going to be a, to be a dentist. <laughs> and um, he got to the point where he's like, I don't I don't even know what to believe anymore. And I and I think that um, I think it might have been I forgot who the guest was on the show, and they were like. Well, when Mike went to dental school, and Bobby's like, he didn't go to dental school. And he's like, he just said he did. Why would he lie about that? And Bobby's like, I don't even know what the truth is anymore. I go, yeah, that's good. I had my yeah. wife convinced that I was a uh, state champion ribbon dancer. That's fantastic. And even had my brother. I go, call my brother Tim right now. I yeah. go, call him. And I go, Tim, in state, uh, the state champion, the ribbon dancing. And he goes, yeah, you're number one. Like, immediately, as soon as that, I was like, yeah, it's perfect. Oh, I, I had Beth Andropani believing that I was hypnotized one time, and they... Uh, Found out I was reincarnated and I was Robin Hood mm. in a past wow. life. Yeah, and I remember her mother called my mother and said, "What it was your son hypnotized?" And my mother's like, "No," and she's like, "My daughter's convinced he was Robin Hood." <laughs> yeah, of course, we we're at nine, so a little easier. Uh, yeah, so those are the most common lies. Uh, I'm busy then. Nice to see you. Can uh, I tell you I'll do can it I, tomorrow? There's debris in the driveway. Yeah. Can I warn you of? It was very small. Can I warn you of a lie you don't want to tell? This still haunts me to this day. My son, when he was young, I would do a thing where I could make, uh, you know, pull coins out of his ears and stuff. And I didn't have very fast hands uh, for magic, but for a five-year-old, you do, you know. I could I could uh, take two things and put one in one hand and one in the other, make him think one disappeared, then pull it back in the other hand. I was amazing to him. So he asked me one day, he's like, can you show me how to do that? I go, I can't. It's magic. It's in me. I can't show it to you. And he was like, okay. Well, this is where it came to bite me in the ass. A couple months later, he has an earache, and he's in bed, and he's crying because his ear hurts so bad. And I'm trying to comfort him, and he goes, Daddy, please use your magic and make oh. my ear pain go away. And I was like, I'm a fraud. Oh. I'm a fraud. I don't have any powers. Oh. I'm sorry. This was last week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll never forgive me. Uh. I mean, it was just I remember looking at his eyes filled with tears mm-hmm. and I was like please Lord give me the the power to make his ear pain go away oh. and I rubbed his ear and I went Hell, 
And he was like, it still hurts. Oh, You're like uh, Mr. Miyagi when oh. Danielson can't finish yeah. the competition. Oh. Yeah, but I didn't have it, man. It, and that was, it felt, made me feel very bad. When my kids were, like, my son, he was probably, I don't know, six or seven years old. I had a laser pointer, and I used to sit on the couch and just put the dot on the ceiling. Oh, yeah. And I'd, I'd be watching TV, and he'd look up. He's like, there's a red, and he'd freak out. There's a red dot on the ceiling. Like, what are you talking about? I'd look around, like, there's nothing there. Yeah. And then I would be able to put it in his bedroom, and I'd put it all over the house. Oh, yeah. I did that probably oh, for, like, a week. <laughs> And then one night, he just starts just screaming because he couldn't figure out what the red dot was. And then I had to explain the laser yeah. pointer. Oh. But I played oh, dumb. Trauma. I'm like, I can't see. What are you, what are you talking about? You were just torturing that and child. And you could put it anywhere in the house because it shoots so far. You, know, you should put do that with a cat, not yeah. a child. <laughs> Listen, trauma's fun. Yeah, it was great. It's so much fun. Oh. Yeah. They're great when they're that age. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to tell you this. I mentioned that Artie, Artie Fletcher posted that we blow our band blows. And... Um, this guy, Tony, said, shouldn't you be at Universal Studios doing another appearance with <laughs> <in> Leno? <laughs> uh, then Max said, take Calta's offer. Yes, please tell Artie to take my offer. Uh, and my wife's in the car right now. She's going to flip out. But uh, I will fight Artie Fletcher. Because I would imagine we're similar in age, right? He, where he's, uh, he's chubby. So we're probably similar in stature. And uh, I don't think I've ever met him in real life, have I? But anyway... I don't even know. I, I haven't even met him in real life. I couldn't even tell you. I just know he's a little chubby from his pictures. But I would uh, be willing to put up $10,000 of my own cash. What if he beat you? Oh, oh man. I, I deserve it. I deserve the ridicule that comes with it. I will never lose. <laughs> I will beat your face. Uh, and, I, and I give him till uh, we can do it in February. We can push it back to April. I just need to know. You have 48 hours to respond. There you go. <laughs> Every time, like, anytime we talk about him, I pull up his website. This is just the best website ever. <laughs> right out of the gate, it's, it's he's one of the mo- the, the must see performer. <laughs> it's taking the entertainment industry by storm. What storm? What storm? He's playing. He's playing Safety Harbor Spa yeah. to a bunch of old people that he duped out of money. But he told Spanish that JJ Walker was very mad at me because I was talking crap about them. And there, I go. So basically, what you're saying is that you're driving in the car. With J.J. Walker listening to the show. Thank you for that. That's what makes yeah. us number one. We appreciate you, Arthur. Uh, you, I'll fight. All right, how about this? I'll sweeten the pot. I'll fight you and Gallagher in the same night. Oh, man. How about that? I think you definitely would win that one. When I was on stage at the Bone 10th anniversary, and Jerry Springer was asking questions to the cast of uh, on-air staff, and Jerry Springer looked at me and he said, Mike, is it true you think you could beat up a bobcat? And I said, Jerry, if you bring out a goddamn bobcat, I don't know what I'm going to do. And uh, found out that they tried so hard to get a bobcat there, yeah. and nobody would let. But not that they were going to let me fight it, but they just wanted to bring it out in mm-hmm. the cage. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty glad you didn't do that. Oh, man. Because I don't want to have to choke out the bobcat in front of everybody. I just would have imagined the bobcat gets out of the cage and all hell breaks loose backstage. With with just with takes it. Monica and oh runs away. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> up into the rafters. <laughs> it would be so funny oh. if we just find Monica four hours later, just her carcass. <laughs> the, there the bobcat just eating off her ribs. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be hilarious. All right, we got to take a break. Our phone numbers, if you'd like to talk to us, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Super Heat and Air. If your AC isn't cranking like it should be, then you need to call my friends at Super Heat and Air because you may just need a tune-up. 
You may just need to pawn out there and have them do a little tune-up on your unit, make sure your refrigerant's good. And also, if you uh, haven't had a tune-up done and you're about to turn the heat on in the next month or so, you might want to have that done as well. It's $79 for a 35-point AC maintenance special, and they'll come out and they'll check it out for you, make sure your unit's in good shape. But if you're thinking, hey, man, this unit's probably done, we need to buy a new one. Well, right now, Superheat and Air has 0% interest and no payments for 18 months. That is 0% interest and no payments for 18 months. All you need to do is give them a call, 813-940-5571 or superheatandair.com. They do everything from AC repair and installation and maintenance to duct cleaning, emergency service, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and that's both for your home and your business. Go to the people that I go to, superheatandair.com. Tell me you heard about it on the Mike Caldwell.